Chapter 6. Oppression as Law The news about the public schools gets worse daily. We read now that in San Francisco, lesbians and male homosexuals are allowed to visit that city's high schools to explain and defend homosexuality to the students. No such right is given to Christians. Indeed, we read frequently of a teacher fired somewhere for doing no more than giving favorable treatment to the Bible. What can we expect of a country that does this? What kind of future do we have? Psalm 94.20 declares, Shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee, which frameth mischief by a law? The Berkeley version renders this verse thus, Can a corrupt government be allied with thee, one that organizes oppression under the pretense of law? This, of course, we have been doing for some time now, organizing oppression under the pretense of law. In one area after another, law has ceased to be a protection to the righteous and has become an oppression. Our laws and our taxes now discriminate against the hard-working and the godly citizens. It has become dangerous to have a new law. It winds up penalizing us rather than the criminals. In the face of all this, students are taught there's nothing perverted about being a gay, and they are taught to act out gay roles. At the same time, last November, the U.S. Supreme Court struck down a Kentucky law requiring the Ten Commandments to be posted in all schools. Perhaps the judges felt it would be traumatic or upsetting for children, those who have learned to read, to see such statements as, Thou shalt not steal. Under the circumstances, what can we expect from God except judgment? Should we be surprised or upset if the years ahead become grimmer and grayer? Remember, there may not be justice in our schools and courts, but there is in God's universe.